0: This podcast is part of the GWC Network. For more information on it or to check out some of our other awesome podcasts, visit us at galacticwatercooler.com. After the tone, enjoy the show. This is Modern Geek, podcast number 67, recorded December 3rd,
1: 2012.
0: I'm Chuck. And I'm Juan. Welcome back to Modern Geek.
2: You know, I had a uh, little bit of a uh, uh, balance on a gift card. Oh, yeah? Oh, I know what this sucks. this sucks,
0: This sucks balls. This happens, no, this happens all the time. I recently, for whatever reason, I ended up with, like you did, I ended up with a couple of those gift cards, and you always, always get screwed, because you end up with, like, some either unknown amount on them, where you go check it, and it's like...
2: Yeah, it was like thirteen fifty seven or something like
0: that. Yeah, or even a dollar eighty you you're like, I should be able to use this for something, damn it, you I, know?
2: I found a way. Yeah? Yeah. Um, I don't think we talked about this last week. Anyway, um... What I did was I, I brought up a uh, a custom Amazon gift card for oh, the exact. Amount.
0: I can see where this is going.
2: So because Amazon, with the Amazon you gift open. cards, you can, yeah, you can you you don't have to, it doesn't have to be a card. It can be an email, right? And it uh, you doesn't have to be a set amount. It can just be a fixed amount. So I put in the uh, I put in whatever the balance was on my Amex gift card, the thirteen fifty seven or whatever it was, right? created a gift card and when i went to check out i used i saw said select a new credit card for payment which it will do anyway because of the gift card process it's like well if you're going to make a gift card we want to make sure that you know that it's coming out of this credit card so it lets it forces you to enter a credit card number in anyway so i just put in the (laughs) amex gift card number it it dropped the balance on there to zero Four minutes later, I get an email in my inbox saying, here's your gift card. I apply it right back to the Amazon account, and I have the Kindle. I think we might have talked about this. Oh, now one.
0: that's pretty cool. Yeah, well, you know, I think you can apply partial payment on Amazon as well. I'm not sure. Personal. I got to look, but I think you can do partial payment with credit cards on Amazon, mm. which might work out the same way. The trick being, of course, that you can't at any kind of brick and mortar store. They just They just won't do it for the most part. Uh, yeah well a lot
2: of I, online places won't do it either yeah
0: actually you know the one of the weird places that will do it with large some of them will do it with large amounts the apple store will do it with large amounts for example you can you can I say, want to
2: put seven hundred dollars on one card and twelve hundred on the other
0: <laughs> right you know so if you've got that kind of high quest problem then you know you're good to go but <laughs> if you have thirteen dollars on your damn amex gift card you're screwed But no, this is a great solution. And then, of course, that Amazon credit can be used for all kinds. of. I'm going to go. I have a pile of these things laying around with like anywhere from a dollar to $10 (laughs) on them. I am. I'm so going to dump them all into Amazon now. It's a great idea. And I'm I'm sure they're going to love it because what the hell? I mean, well, why not? It'll be Visa and Amex that get screwed. Amazon's like, hell yeah, we'll take your cash. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's good stuff, man. It's a great idea.
2: (laughs) Speaking of taking your cash, did you see this Logitech Skype on your TV thing?
0: I did, actually.
2: So it's basically a camera with, what, an HDMI port and an Ethernet port? Right. And it basically gives, it just sits there, even when the TV's off running Skype. And, you know, when you get a call, you turn on your TV and talk to someone on Skype. Yeah. I think this is a good idea. And then I went and looked at the on-sale price of 349
0: <clears throat> Yeah. Yeah, the trick here <sighs> is that... And I w-
2: it's well, a- I thought, like... You know, why don't you just do what my parents do and have a tablet for Skype?
0: Yeah, I mean, it seems to me there are definitely a lot easier and a lot cheaper ways to do this. I think there are two there are two situations that I could see this as being kind of cool. Uh-huh. Uh, number one is that assuming on all counts that cost isn't an issue okay cuz that's just crazy right <laughs> i mean it is stupid <laughs> right. expensive in any kind of realistic yeah. seeing that you can probably do this with the phone you already have you can probably do this with the tablet you already have you can damn sure do this with the computer you already have and uh you know worst case scenario you need a a, a 10 to 20 dollar you know 10 to 100 dollar uh you know video camera depending you know webcam depending on how cool you want it to be but that said this could be a really cool solution for a somebody that has plenty of cash and is completely tech illiterate like grandma or something who probably has an hd tv now because you just about can't have a tv without having one yeah you know you could plug this in and grandma could use it no doubt about it even if she barely knows how to use the tv which is kind of neat The second thing is, is that it could be really cool for situations where you wanted something to look just really slick. I mean, like, let's face it, you've watched, you know, uh, you've watched, uh, uh, you know, scrubs and you've seen them, you know, well doing, you know what, on the, <laughs> and you <laughs> yeah. want something like that yourself, well, here you go, it'll look like it. It's It looked like a cool product to me, and I, I totally get how it's this expensive, because I mean... The reason that it's so cheap otherwise is because you're repurposing pretty complex hardware.
2: Yeah, but I don't know. I think the use case of this isn't quite what people expect. Like you, oh, I agree with that. <laughs> I think that like you put the the Kinect style camera on top of your TV, and you expect to have like a face to face view screen conversation, a la Star Trek. Mm-hmm. But that's not what happens. What happens is that you get. Uh, a, a, a full room view of the person on the other end and if anyone's gonna actually see anyone's faces they're gonna have to walk up to the tv and say
1: hi
2: so i don't i don't Ooh, i think, hadn't even thought of that another it doesn't even like it's like it's not i'm gonna guess it doesn't seem like it would be zoomed in so it's like Hey, look at my living room. How's your living room doing? Well, you'd be surprised. I'm in the background how, here. Yeah,
0: you'd be surprised how close most people sit to a TV, though. I mean, I, I'm. Yeah. but but I.
2: Thought, I mean, this would be like a good like Christmas morning one for somebody that's not able to be with the family to be able to see like the whole room and people unwrapping un
0: gifts or something like that. Maybe what I hadn't thought of with this is for business use. Like, this could uh-huh. actually be pretty cool in a conference room. This yeah. Is like, low-buck video conferencing for somebody who doesn't want to explain it to anybody. I
2: would say, though, the the well, it doesn't look like they're marketing it that way.
0: Agreed. And <laughs> secondly, I, I mean... Let's just be clear. We're, I'm being extremely generous yeah. here in terms <laughs> of, like, interpreting this. I mean, looking at the website, you essentially... First of all, that is a two-pack, the the 350 it's a bucks. Pack? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> because I mean let's face it you're going to need somebody else with one of these damn things mm, assuming yeah. you're one you're someone who can't do this with their computer i mean you, probably all your friends can't do this with a computer <laughs> I mean, why you need two of these i don't know i'm just saying i mean uh, okay so it's it's a, weird
2: that they sell them two packs <laughs> yeah,
0: well i mean and then uh and then the trick here is the pictures show that like i mean they show it it gets a full room view yeah and they show you know, this woman sitting on a couch with a kid standing about half a foot from the TV giving thumbs yeah. up to it. And then it shows people like.
2: Uh, like an old Robert De Niro on the other side. Crowding, yeah, the oh, TV.
0: Wow, that is. <laughs> you a young Robert De Niro now, but. <laughs> but yeah and, well, well yeah and you're like <laughs> i was trying to be generous <laughs> <laughs> and then like you said it shows them all crowding the tv and then playing patty cake in front of the tv or something so if you were going to do yeah. that and you didn't know how to do you know you want to do computer. you want to
2: encourage your kids to high five the tv that always ends well
0: <laughs> wow it's
2: like playing with a wii remote without a strap or like when they that that uh that late night commercial where you saw the them playing with the Wii accessory set where the, they throw the tennis racket right into the TV and crack it in half. Yeah, you know... I, I just think... I, I don't know. I, I think the, the, the tablet Skype use case is a little bit better because then you can, like, walk the person on the other end around a little bit and, like, say, oh, and here's the... Here's, you know, here's the tree or here's the birthday party, blah, 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 blah. Here's the cake. And, and instead of having to hold everything up to the machine instead being able to have that person be a mobile set of eyes, it makes a lot more sense to do Skype in this fashion on a tablet.
0: Hey, I'm, I'm with you. I, oh, Then hey. again,
2: if you've got 350 bucks and you, for some reason, need two of them.
0: Wait, you totally have to see the individual page. If you go to the Wait, individual this- page, it's the opposite. You can see the Robert De Niro-looking dude giving a uh here you go here's the link giving thumbs up back and he looks very excited i'm, I'm sorry you you got to see this it's like 17 okay, different sorry. angles of this kid and 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 that's what you do is you thumbs up wait it's a video
2: wow it's a tv within a tv thing
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay this is way more time than, than and, this and deserves, you also huh? got to
2: consider too that this is something that may not work in two years too i mean skype yeah, hardware is notoriously terrible uh i mean in terms of implementation and them like phasing out crap so
0: yeah let's just be clear this thing's a bad idea but i mean yeah anyway
2: wow but you know like somebody's got to have a use case for it
0: yeah it looks <laughs> Damn, cool. if I can figure it out i don't know what you do with it, but it looks really cool
2: on the single page the uh the mom is like looking over the the fake photoshopped out couch and is just looking like This is my family. What is going on
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, if your son and Robert de Niro are looking hopefully relative, <laughs> we're thumbs upping each other twenty four seven on through through your overpriced t v accessory <laughs> you think Robert de Niro's
2: cool, but just She's probably does thinking thumbs up all day.
0: Why the hell did I spend 350 bucks on anyway?
2: What, what, what I have to wonder is that why in this photo shoot they could like three or no, it's like seven out of the eight action shots are people giving each other thumbs up and the other one is giving them high fives.
0: Well, what else are they going like, to do?
2: Can, <laughs> I don't know. Have, Stand have there, the kid dancing around or wearing a funny hat or something like that and the and the grandpa looking on like oh that's a good job son not not just thumbs up thumbs up thumbs up let's give everybody thumbs up back and forth over the internets yeah i think we might have taken this too far
0: (laughs) i agree i agree okay i have something i want to talk about um yeah so itunes 11 released And a couple of interesting things. One thing that I was really happy about, I upgraded the remote app, which I use quite a bit. I leave iTunes running on one of the computers in the house, and I use the remote to send audio from that computer to the Airport Express is... Around the house. Okay, and, so yeah, and, I
2: haven't tried the remote app yet.
0: Yeah, well, here's the, here's the good thing. The remote app, and I, I'm, I'm always surprised this happens because I fully expect, I mean, by now it should break sometimes. I mean, <laughs> seriously, you can't have this many iterations of things without it breaking. And yet, some of them were upgraded, some of them were not, like the one I use the most is not upgraded to 11. I upgraded okay. to the new remote, worked fine. In fact, oh, good. when I fired it up, it found the last one I was connected to, connected right into it, everything moved forward. Now, I'm guessing I'm not seeing some of the new functions on it, but who cares? They took care of me, right? The right. next thing, uh, my, uh, I upgraded with my computer and then reconnected to it with the remote, and I saw some of the new stuff. So lots of new stuff here. Uh, I'm, I'm, I got to admit I'm impressed. It's, it's like you read everywhere. It is dramatically faster. There is no lie. Yeah, they that. finally
2: got rid of the Carbon UI. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Surprise. And you, think I'm, you
2: think I'm laughing. I, I, it, it was seriously a Carbon UI for that long. And Carbon UI was developed for uh, uh, OS 9. I was going
0: to say that. all. will tell people what that is because they don't know what you're okay, talking about.
2: The Carbon UI, when, when OS 10 came out, this was like a full new operating system when the Mac switched over to Unix as its core. And the, the, the Mac from back in the day was running on a single process operating system, you know, back in the day when you had the little dog bouncing up and down and insert floppy A or B. Hmm. And, you know, it was this old interface that while it still has some things that have carried forward, it was a completely different operating system. So what they needed to do is they needed to tell developers, we really want you to develop for OS X, but... They knew developers were going to go, yeah, but our core group is in OS 9. We're not going to stop developing for them. So they said, okay, well, here's here's a graphical layout, which will compile in both OS 9 and OS 10. So you can create one set of code, and it'll run both places. So that way, people could design UIs that would run on both the old Macs and the new Macs, thus giving them a bridge. And then they said, okay, and now here's another api that we will implement and you can this is all 10 years ago yeah i was gonna say and you can convert over to it the problem is is that one of the flagship mac pieces of software from apple itunes never converted off of this transitional ui
0: (laughs) yeah i was gonna say it's like the it's like the 10 year old not technically the same but from a user perspective similar to the universal app idea yeah you know
2: it's just yeah
0: crazy stuff
2: the Windows equivalent is when you do a find file and you see that old file layout where it's got the, the drives on the one side and the folders on the other. Right. You know, <laughs> and then some people have just never switched off that API because Windows never stopped supporting it.
0: Finally gone. Finally. finally quicker. Gone. Yeah. Finally quicker. Not uh, the new view is really I I actually kind I actually like the new view and if you look online there are, if you're one of these people that that is like oh crap the interface changed I can't stand any change. in it. first personally I thought oh okay fine I can find everything in here just as easy oh, but yeah. but if you really like the sidebar you can turn it right back on uh, yeah. there are a number of you just google it there are a number of tutorials out there on how to make iTunes 11 look like iTunes 10 yeah uh, well, so and
2: th- th- I I'm generally happy with the, the redesign. There's a couple little things that I'm a little quirky about, but I will get used to. One is for um, the, the search in, in the corner used to uh, when you started typing, it would narrow down like your entire music library just mm-hmm. to what was in that. That doesn't happen anymore. It just shows it in the side. And if you're doing library management, like looking for duplicates and stuff like that, that can be a bit uh, yes. of a pain in the butt because then you've got to right-click on the search and say show in iTunes right. or something like that. That's just a library management thing. That's not a day-to-day use case. I'm not, I don't have a problem with that. Um, the other thing is, and this might be a little unique to me, uh, since I had purchased a lot of music through iTunes. Right but never turned on iTunes cloud Oh right, The right. cloud or cloud sync or whatever, the, or match is what it's called, right? Yeah. Um, so when I first looked at my music list, it came up with duplicates for like half my music. And one of them was, you know, the local copy that I have. And the other one had a little cloud icon beside it, which is now a new uh, column in your music list. And what I discovered is, under the view option, there's a view, show or hide music in the cloud. Mm, okay. And if you turn it off, then it won't show you if it's quote available in the cloud, which the way that I'm organizing my music, I really don't care. I don't need to right. see any of that. So I, I hit hide and I got rid of the, um, you know, the iCloud download thing or whatever. So, so it, I just turned it off and hit it. So I'm, I'm fine with that. Um, one thing I'm really liking is the artists tab. Yes. Oh, that's great. Like I select Jonathan Colton and then it's like, here's an album, here's an album, here's an album. And all the tracks are kind of like nice and uh, nicely laid out and everything. It's
0: It's really nice, actually. Indeed. I was playing. That was the first thing I played with and I was really impressed.
2: You know what I really liked being someone that'll just have music playing throughout the day is, oh, I just thought of that song I want to hear. I type it into the search. I click the little plus of play this next, so that I don't interrupt my current song.
0: That is awesome. In the past, that's you, cool. You could make it happen by like playing around with the party mode.
2: Yeah, you had to use iTunes party mode. Yeah, and it would. It's not really designed for Indiv- an individual, right? Use, but you could, right? and It's and, like uh, I don't care what mode you're in. Whatever you're doing, play this song next.
0: Right, which makes a lot of sense. So oh, that that was yeah. really cool because we used to play play with it in party mode a little bit just to do that. But now it's it's awesome. Mm-hmm. So I'd say pretty good. Indeed, indeed. I'm a fan. You know what my brother came across the other day? I'm scared.
2: A red box box. I didn't even know we had them in Canada.
0: You probably have like. Corner Gas season two, and that's it.
2: (laughs) I gotta go down and look at them. They're all downtown. There's three of them in
0: town. (laughs) Like the whole like the whole front of it is like (laughs) corner gas episodes. It's just like you know season
2: five and six of Corner Gas, but it's like disc one is in the first slot, disc two is in the second slot. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) No, apparently it's it's the same kind of relative setup. It's even got a fact like Oh, by the way, I accidentally returned a Redbox Canada disc to Redbox US. What do I do? And it's like, hey, call this one eight seven seven number, and we'll hook you up. <laughs> Probably with a fee, but my bad. Yeah, I, I, I just, I don't. Know, Canadians apparently they're available now. <laughs>
0: they, I, I'm really impressed with Redbox. I've used them quite a bit. I even uh, accidentally kept one, and the price they like this was a long time back. And after a while, I got a couple of notices, and I forgot, and then eventually they billed me. I don't know, a little less than what you'd normally pay for a new one. I don't know, it was yeah. like 10 or 12 dollars or something. And I'm or like, something. yeah, 15, I can't remember. It was reasonable. You know, I felt like I'm like, you know, this is why Blockbuster went out of business. You know, if it wasn't for the fact that with Blockbuster, like if you accidentally, and I, I did this many years ago as well, if you accidentally kept a Blockbuster video, what ended up happening was uh, you got nasty grams, and then eventually they would uh, they would charge you like $100, $150 for it, you know, just absurd amounts after sending you mail saying you owe us you know $500 in rental fees for it actually now we billed you for it you we hit your card for $150 or whatever yeah 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 and all kinds of crazy crap you know and it was just such a nightmare you're like you can buy this at Best Buy for a buck you know I mean <laughs> for <Yeah>.
2: for <laughs> what well, they should do is have somebody email like 50 cent red box boxes and then just you could just go buy <laughs> if they had charged large prices, right? You yeah. could go buy the disc from Best Buy and <laughs> well, stick it in the return box and just. <laughs>
0: of course, it wouldn't have the 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 code on it. But I mean, yeah. I was just thinking. I mean, th- this is this is why this kicks ass. It's like the fact that you yeah. know, uh, it's very reasonable. You you go you want a movie now? You go get it out of the stupid box, and there are literally. Four of them, I think, within two miles of my house. I mean, you know, there's, right. there's, there are three at the intersection closest to my house. There's one well, at the I mean, CVS. There's one at the Walgreens across the street from the CVS, and there's one at there. There are actually two inside the Walmart across. I don't really go to those because I don't want to go into Walmart. But, but you know what I'm saying? Well, just because yeah. it's parking and it is a nightmare. It's a mega hyper Walmart or whatever the hell hell they call it. Oh. Now. Yeah. yeah you know it's just it's a long it's it's a lot harder than you can pull right up in front of the box at the little drugstores you know but the point yeah. is they're all over the place you walk up you get the movie you watch it you stick it back in the box if you remember it if you don't they charge you a couple of days worth of a buck a day or a buck fifty a day or whatever well, it is
2: and and as well too if you think about the way that it's fitting into the that kind of market like you've got you've got vod for the the new releases stuff you've got red box for the the not not new, but not old releases stuff. And then you've got stuff like Netflix for the back catalog. Yeah, I was going to say it's actually not that bad.
0: Yeah, here's the ugly part. The ugly Mm. part of all this is fragmentation. It used to be that if you Uh, wanted a movie, you went to Blockbuster and they had them all.
2: I've complained about this in a long time. I know, and, I know, I mean, but I'm going to do it again. <laughs> well, even before Blockbuster, too, Blockbuster was really what killed it because, you know, it's like every Blockbuster will have a giant library of all the same things. And that was a huge opening up from before when it was like little individual video stores where they would each curate their own collection. Right. And, you know, it's, it's when, when the world gets bigger, these old
0: processes don't work anymore. Well, yeah, it, it could be a lot worse. I mean but step, well, step one is that now you've got really like you you nailed it by the way. I mean if you want if you like with us because of GWC and some of the other things I mean we need access to video all the time. You know it's yeah. like we're always stuck watching something of different you know or trying to watch something that we need to watch for the for for the podcast or things like it, that. So we keep were, were the bond movies
2: on uh, Netflix at all?
0: Um I don't know. I watched uh uh, I watched Goldfinger actually on live TV, if you can believe that uh, it was it was <laughs> yeah, it was on some <laughs> channel of all things. I know that's crazy. A bunch of I'm pretty sure some of them are a lot of them are on disk. Virtually all of them are on disk rental from uh, uh, from Netflix. But all yeah, right, so, just,
2: oh, I thought about that.
0: Yeah. So that's the trick, though, to get a good coverage that lets you watch pretty much whatever you need to watch. Uh, you need to have Redbox for the not immediate because now they're, they're stuck with 30 day restrictions for most of them. Right. So Redbox doesn't get them on DVD release day. Uh, and then you've got, uh, Netflix, which is for back catalog. Like you said, when you, because Redbox doesn't carry anything old or anything brand new, it carries stuff a couple, you know, a month old to the last couple of years. Yeah. And then, uh, Uh, And incidentally, I don't know if most people know this or not, but they do vary slightly from box to box. And you can go online and it'll tell you which one's in what box. And they do have a system by which they cycle through older movies that are popular for any reason. And they seem to be pretty on the ball with like if something was relevant because of another incident or other movie or something. Like if all of a sudden uh, the, the new Bond movie is coming out. Well, the old Bond movies, which may no longer be in the red boxes, will be in the red boxes.
2: Oh, I I see. Yeah, they base it on current trends.
0: Yeah, they have like the stuff that came out recently, but then they also seem to have reserved some inventory for uh, things that are trending for various reasons. And I've also seen other things that became popular because of news items or because of happenings uh, that would show up in the red box as well. So I I don't know how they do it, but they, they do a remarkable job of trying to get some of the older stuff that maybe you'd want in the box. And and varying them slightly within a short de- geographical distance. So it's worth going if just you check the box next to you and it doesn't have it. It's actually worth going to the website and checking because there's a small chance that one within a few miles of you still might have it. Um, and then, you know, with Netflix, you've got the, the streaming, which is significant but limited, right? Yeah. And you've got Amazon, which if you have a Prime account, which you should as far as I'm concerned if you're in the U.S. because it's so damn convenient – you have access to a lot of streaming video there, which is quite decent and, again, is accessible through your computer, which, if you connect your computer to the TV, solves a lot of those problems. Uh, yep. If you want the best experience for this, and I know this is way over the top for a lot of people, but the best way to watch, uh, watch Amazon Instant is through the Xbox or, or one of the streaming devices that can handle the uh, full audio. Like when I watched Battleship.
2: Oh right, right.
0: Yeah, when I watched Battleship the other day, I bought it online and put it in my library, and then just fired up the Xbox and fired it up through there and watched it, and it was great. uh, Except that I don't have an Xbox remote, so I'd have a controller laying around. But other than that, uh, (laughs) I should really get one for like five bucks off eBay. Oh no, no,
2: no, 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 no! Just use the um, use the app, man. Yeah, the app is amazing now.
0: Yeah. Have you tried it since they updated it? When when you mean since they the renamed smart, it smart Glass? Since they
2: renamed it to smart glass? Yes, yeah. I have.
0: I sure have. It's not bad. Uh, it, it can delay a little bit. It can have issues if you have more than one Xbox. Um, oh, there are right. some like plus you have to you have to open the app, wait for it to reconnect, flip to the page, and then stop it. So it's not the end of the world. I'm not complaining, and I do use it sometimes, especially for finding things and anywhere I need a keyboard. But as far as like just play and pause, it'd be worth having one of the $5 remotes.
2: You know, speaking of $5 remotes, I think you can get like the little stubby ones that they had as a pro- promo for the original 360. Oh, yeah? I think you can get them for like 5 bucks on eBay now.
0: Yeah, that's needs to go on my list. Because that's what I want is just the pause. I don't care. I'll use, like you said, I'll use the app. <laughs> I'll use the app for anything else. But like pause or play and that kind of thing, that would be nice to have on on a little remote. But anyway,
2: four, four
0: <laughs> So then you have the next behind that is you have a uh, uh, prime where you can buy instant videos, rent them. And I, I've done that from time to time. Uh, I, I think I actually did that with battleship, but oh, yeah. yeah, I paid like three bucks or something for it, which is probably more than it's worth. But uh, yeah. anyway, so you have this like, entire like ecosystem that you've got now if you want to sit down and figure out the actual cost of all that it's kind of stupid like i think i think we're paying we we have our convenience now but we're paying for it and i think most people aren't going to bother with all that most people are going to maybe have a prime account maybe have a netflix streaming account probably not a disc account and may or may not use redbox
2: well, and this is the problem you run into is that every, when all the content gets split up all across all of these different services, then eventually people who don't want to have to deal with the changing technology go, ah, screw it. I'll just keep with cable or well, all my stuff off of VOD and be done with it.
0: Well, and that's the worst is that I, I've. I've thought about that because I have cable because they gave me a deal. Well, I mean, I have UVerse, right? They because right. they gave me a deal which ended up not being a deal, but I I have it still. I haven't turned it off yet, which I probably should. But <laughs> um, they, it was a
2: deal compared to what you had.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, it's still good, but well, it's a long story. But anyway, yeah, <laughs> the, the problem I ran into is that. They, they're all making these exclusive deals, right? So when you're looking for that early release VOD thing, it's video on demand for anybody who doesn't know that. it, it It's almost never on your service. You right. know, like I really wanted to watch, I guess, the Batman movie, right? And I looked, they had Spider-Man, not Batman. Right. You know, it's like these odd... Combinations, and that may be a bad example. I can't remember. Maybe the release hasn't happened yet for Batman, but there are. It happens all the time where they'll have one of them early, but not not some of the other current stuff. So, so you again, this fragmentation, as you pointed out, is just miserable. And to add to all this, Redbox is now going to launch an instant service as well.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah, and uh, I, I think it, it, I, I'm gonna. I'm going to say that it might be better than it sounds. Here's, here's the thing. Um, I remember when streaming came out for, for Netflix, and nobody cared. Everybody was like, oh, it's stupid. There's only a couple of things on it. I don't understand. What a waste of time. They should just stick to the disc. They don't get it. And then now, fast forward a couple of years, and now everybody's like, I don't understand why they still have these discs. I don't want these discs. I don't care. I got I, I dumped my disc plan a while back, you know, and, and here we are. And the trick with Redbox is that they've apparently secured a pretty decent licensing arrangement. And news has it. They're going to launch for like 6 bucks a month. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see which
2: way this goes, whether it means that the providers like Netflix and Redbox Instant will be pushing to get the biggest collection together, or whether it's just going to turn into content wars. I kind of hope like exclusives, you know, you have to get walking dead only from Redbox instant, but well, I think you're right. I you know, think, you want to get breaking bad and it's only on Netflix. I
0: think that's exactly what's going to happen, but I kind of hope that in the long run, it's going to work out because Netflix Let's face it, Netflix is kind of a bad deal for a whole bunch of reasons. Netflix blows, except for the fact that it's the only thing like it, right?
2: (laughs) It blows, but it's all we've got.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, it's great because it is the only service that works that way and has any kind of library and, and otherwise. But the problem you get is that, I mean, it's Silverlight, which is a joke. Yep. I mean come on. It's a freaking joke, people. You realize that, that not everybody's on a Windows machine.
2: You know why they're using Silverlight? DRM. Yeah, and you can't find because a Because Microsoft way to do were that. the ones willing to sell out to put the DRM into it.
0: And the funny thing is, is I understand the need for the DRM. I don't like it, but I get it. But I'm like, yep. you can't find a better solution for DRM than Silverlight? Really? Yeah.
2: Yeah, you you want to know why all the other Netflix implementations suck on all of the integrated devices? Silverlight. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so they're they're hobbled with this garbage system that is you know, and it's all, like
2: when they built Java into the Blu-ray spec.
0: Yeah, it's like, like oh, oh, are you on. kidding me? Well, that was back when it was, you know, this panacea of wonderful life where Java was going to be the solution to all security issues. <laughs> i can't even (laughs) i know i know i can't even say it with a straight face yeah no but yeah so i mean i i'm i welcome the competition i really do because i I
2: really hope it winds up working out i would say either way um you're not going to be switching just hollow out another six bucks out of your paycheck and get ready to be paying for another service
0: well i think for a lot of folks I mean, for the folks that Redbox works for, this is going to be a realistic alternative to walking or driving to the box.
2: Well, I, I also hope that having the streaming service doesn't shoot them in the foot in terms of uh, uh, availability, because if like the deals start to go hand-in-hand hand and Netflix gets a big streaming deal that says, okay, you're not selling Redbox, any of the Bond movies, and that's including their curbside boxes that i i I hope it doesn't go that way either but i'm gonna guess
0: it's gonna do all of these and more in short fragmentation sucks balls and and that's guys just people who are in this industry please think about this in the end we just want to watch the damn movie so if the harder you make it for us to get it the less likely we are to watch the damn movie the more likely we are to say ah screw it i'll do something else so let us let us watch the movies. Just saying. <laughs> in,
2: in, in the meantime, I just ordered you two remotes. Merry Christmas!
0: <laughs> ah, yes, that's awesome. Total
2: price seven dollars. <laughs>
0: Total win. <laughs> it
2: won't get there until January, but whatever. Yeah, whatever,
0: man. I'll need them then, too. And I'll totally forget about them until then. I-, I wouldn't order them before then. so I've gotten better about that, though, man. You totally rubbed off on me. There are times where I'll be like, okay, I'm not really motivated to figure this out and order something of significance. So what I'm going to do is order the crappy version <laughs> you know, for 3 bucks.
1: If the solution
2: exists for $4 and yeah. I would have to put in 30 hours to figure Send this out, eventually. I'm going to get the $4 one. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. And everybody yeah. laughed at my cheap, uh, my, my cheap iPod cables until they needed one. You well, I, I just, yeah, <laughs> I exactly.
2: Know. I I order them 10 at a time. Exactly. I, me I too. I literally had a, I had a bag of them like the, the doctor's jelly babies at, uh, yeah. at a family, uh, get together yesterday. I'm like, Hey, anybody need any, uh, dock cables? And everybody just like grabbed a handful.
0: <laughs> yep. That was, that's how it's done here too. There's a bin of them. Yep. And, uh, yeah, and and Audra still uses an old uh, an old uh, I don't know what's it called the uh, shuffle.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, this the yeah.
0: old smallest one, and uh, uh, there's a company that makes a a cool little integrated USB connector for it. That's awesome for your laptop, and we, oh nice, yeah. yeah. So I ordered like a bin of those too. And they're just Great. up here, and she's like, I can't find them. I might just get another one the <laughs> 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 If you lose enough of them, eventually you'll have them everywhere. You
2: know? Well, yeah, well, that, that's my plan anyway. Anyway. Hey, speaking of why we can't have nice things, oh, um, <laughs> did you hear that? Uh, the rumor that Facebook is going to buy WhatsApp?
0: I wonder. I did, and I wonder about that. I'm trying to figure that out.
2: I, don't, I'm not sh- I, I, I really hope that doesn't happen, to be honest with you.
0: Well, I, I guess in the end, I don't. I don't care that much, but um, I I have to admit I experienced my first frustration with the fact that uh, that because other phones are getting to be so interesting and high quality, yeah, that some of the people that I work with have shifted away from the iPhone and I can't get them with messages anymore.
2: <sighs> yeah, which um, is sort
0: of frustrating. I mean, I don't I get it because the phones are great and and I I can see uh. uh i I'm trying to remember which one it was that a friend picked up that I looked at. And I'm like, man, this is a nice phone, you know? <laughs> and the, I can, uh, I totally get probably,
2: it. Probably one of the Galaxy ones.
0: Yeah, I think it was the new Galaxy 3.
2: S3? Yeah. yeah. That yeah. thing is pretty
0: pretty neat. A lot of the features weren't really... Thing- the UI is still a little fugly. I mean, I don't know why. They just can't make a UI that looks clean. but But it works great. I can see absolutely no reason not to own one of these phones, you know? <laughs>
2: Right. And I had a coworker just pick up a Nexus 7, the little mini tablet. He's really
0: happy with it. Oh, that's awesome. That's really awesome. Yeah. So, anyway, it's, but the, but again, fragmentation. The, the issue comes here is that I was really getting to enjoy being able to handle messaging, you know, direct messaging across devices, no problem. Like, Instead of right. sitting there clicking away on my phone at my desk to communicate with somebody while I'm at my desk working, I could just pop a window and keep all my conversations in a controlled area. Now, mm-hmm. again, fragmentation comes back in. I'm glad for the competition, but that is one frustration. Somebody needs to come up with a messaging solution that is universal.
2: Right. And WhatsApp isn't it either. I mean, they, they, they no. don't have a desktop support. They don't have iPad support because it's all reliant on yeah. the phone number of the SIM
0: card. So yeah, it's a bad idea. I don't and know. The bad news is mean, it requires OS integration to do it because I mean you've got to have access to the SIM really to do this. So what we need is for everybody to agree. <laughs> what are the chances? Uh, on look, let's let's just make something that works for everybody so that we can move on, but they're not going to. I mean, they want to keep us in the in the garden as long as they can. Well,
2: the one thing that I th- kind of gleaned from an article that I was reading was that uh and i've seen this too the whatsapp is always like within the top 10 of the app store mm-hmm. and it's i wouldn't be surprised that if this rumor turns out to be true they're not buying it for the technology they're buying it for the user base huh cuz they're buying it, it to be able to drop a facebook in like maybe take a little bit out of out of the the chat feature you know kind of the way with microsoft's doing with skype and the msn merger thing but ultimately be. This is a really popular thing. And if WhatsApp says, okay, well, you know, here's version 12 or whatever the next version is, and this one, we've migrated your account to tie to that Facebook account you had tied to your phone. Mm -hmm. So log into that instead. So all the traffic goes through Facebook chat, and now we can start dropping Facebook ads in on your chats.
0: Well, I mean, there's... Which
2: WhatsApp doesn't do right now. WhatsApp is ad-free, as far as I can tell. There's
0: certainly... Uh, there's certainly precedent for messaging in in Facebook. I even use Facebook messaging. I mean, it works. There are some people that use Facebook often enough that that's a great way to get hold of them, uh, and mm-hmm. it does push to the device. I mean, if you were to hit me with Facebook messaging, I'd see your message. You know, it's not my preferred method, but I I I can use it and. Maybe something like this, allowing them more SMS style integration across OS. Man, uh, it could be useful to them. The technology might be important to them.
2: Maybe I'm. I can't see it either way, though. I don't. I don't know. It's. It's. Well, I can. Tell I, you I agree this. with you. I want. I want that ultimate. Like I could message everybody and not have it be a problem thing. And I mean, the closest I've come to messages at this point is using. Uh, using my Google Voice number. Um, with the with the client installed on the iPhone and the desktop and that kind of stuff, so I can use that integrated and it works basically the same. But then that also means that uh, I don't do get uh, picture messages. But that's neither here nor there. So I don't know.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, WhatsApp is a serious force. I didn't realize how much much of it there really was i mean they're estimating two to three hundred million whatsapp users
2: oh it's a huge base i mean it it didn't drop off like once, and that's crazy yeah i mean I, we, we used it a while back before before iMessage came along but it's yeah i don't think it ever really lost its user base i mean maybe a little dip
0: from when messages came out but a lot of people still really do use that so i never realized uh how how big a service it was i mean for for me, I, we used it because it filled this gap, which was eventually filled in other places. But, uh, but man, I mean, wow, that's interesting. hmm Huh. What do you know? Yeah. Something we to had- think about. <laughs> Indeed, yeah. We have a call,
2: actually.
1: Hey, it's Juan's brother here. I just was putting up my Christmas lights the other day and uh, thought of an old geeky story that I share from one uh, childhood. Well, you see, back in the day, Juan and I and her dad, we had way too much fun putting up Christmas lights. That's right. Our house had all sorts of lights. It had mini lights. It had rope lights. It had traditional lights. It had uh, reindeers. It had... Pretty much every every sort of light between here and well Chevy Chase's house in Christmas vacation. So we had to balance loads. We basically ran extension cords to the basement, to the back. However, we could balance the load. And so one year, I decided that before we took them down, I'd do a little paint brush esque diagram. And so I fired up MS Paint, put it all in, and well, next year I had lost it. But Moral of the story is, yeah, we had a lot of lights, and and now I look, and we have LED lights, and they say don't connect more than 250 strands together, so, yeah, I guess those diagramming days are over, but, uh, yeah, I want to hear other geeky, Christmassy stories like that, and uh, Chuck, you got anything?
0: Wow, I have to think about that. Yeah, it's
2: it's funny that, like you would literally put like seven strands of those large um those large bulb lights up and you could blow a breaker, <laughs> oh hell, yeah, I mean, and now it 's just like you know, throw them all on one you know two prong extension cord they 'll all be fine,
0: <laughs> yeah, plus they 'll last a long time, plus you don 't have to worry about them all being in series mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great idea, and certainly for for the indoor trees, that's just a lot, say, for the pre-lit trees and everything oh, must yeah, be great yeah. now. Uh, we have a pre-lit tree from a long time. I, incredibly, no, I'm not, I've never been like a big uh, Christmas over-the-top decoration guy, mainly because for a lot of years, Christmas was a rough time. It was just like, I mean, being a, in, in the consulting business, uh, business died at that time of year, so you never had extra cash at Christmas. Right, you were always right. in a big hole money wise at Christmas and yeah, go
2: figure everyone locks down for a change freeze and nobody wants to get any work done
0: <laughs> exactly it's it's insane and then every January you know everybody's like oh my god we have to get something done or our business is going to show you're like you know
2: that's a consulting um, Christmas <laughs> it
0: is it is and if you if you plan ahead years in advance that's great but it just never seems to work out so anyway uh this year's going pretty well but in in previous years uh never had a lot of extra cash to spend In fact, the way we kind of decorated for Christmas the first few years we had our house was, you know, we had like a tree that's the size of, I don't know, your arm, you know, it's for a table, you know, (laughs) because we're in an apartment. There's no reason to have a big tree, you know, and uh, uh, eventually what we started doing was we would go out the day after Christmas, you know, when everything all of a sudden the stores that have been packing in gear since prior to Christmas are always like, oh, crap. Get rid of this crap. <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> we have half a store full of Christmas garbage, and that's where our lawnmowers are supposed to go. Uh, yep. We better do something about that. And uh, we we would go out and we'd buy our stuff. I got a nine-foot pre-lit Christmas tree, and I'm a big fan of it because it's a tall tree. We have this big, stupidly large room, you know, tall yep. room. And, and a normal tree looks like a midget in there. So you want a big tree, but I don't. I'm like, okay, you got to understand. I want a tree that's like nine feet tall, but I don't want it to be any wider than a normal tree. You know, right. because you end up with these trees that are like eight feet across at the base, and you're like, I don't want it to big be a whole room. You know,
2: very full, a lot yeah. of sap.
0: Yeah, it's a tall room, not a wide room. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so so we know we found this. And when I say this, I'm talking about obviously fake trees, right? It was a so we found this nine foot tree uh narrow really cool just what we wanted pre-hit awesome i think we paid like 65 dollars for it maybe 70 i mean wow. normally a tree like nice. that would be 250 300 and yeah it's great we actually have a second one that we got for like 20 bucks at some point we're like hey, it might be cool to have another one for 20 bucks you know mm-hmm. and oh man all the decorations we did that for three years i think and then finally we're like okay we don't need any more decorations because right. we have enough decorations for more trees than we have, uh, we have uh, we have all the various stuff with uh, you know everything you could possibly need. So I don't know. I mean, this year we're going to try to get off our ass and do it right and try to get our stuff up on time. I wanted to put it up day after Thanksgiving, but we were busy. So soon. Well,
2: you might have to change it a little bit because of your toolmonger shelves, right? Normally, you put it in the. Uh, in oh, the I'm going to put there. it on the other side. Gonna, oh, yeah. I'm going to put it
0: in the other corner. It'll be great over there. I think it'll be better in that corner anyway.
2: Nice. Yeah, I, I'm remembering another part of the uh, out exterior lights that we did. At one point, we were just like, "Oh, this is ridiculous having to run all these these uh, extension cords all around the house to all the back outlets." So we actually put in three different circuited outlets out, at the front of the house, all in the same wall in the same area. Yeah, I'm not, I can't I I can't imagine what the 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 people that own the house now thought that we were doing, but. So that way you could actually trigger the breakers instead of, instead of having to go outside and plug in and unplug everything,
0: right? Well, I know a lot of people here would build in uh, individual circuit outlets into the eaves of the house.
2: Well, that's kind of what we did. We put one up high and then a couple more down low because we had a lot of bush lights and stuff like that. Nice. The only problem is, is that once we had those outlets, then we're like, hey, we could put even more lights in <laughs> and wow. still wound up running extensions all the way around the back.
0: So wow. It,
2: it was excessive.
0: Yeah. The other thing that I'm kind of, uh, I'm, I'm kind of have a problem with is I'm in a two story house and I I just really don't want to climb up on the roof to put lights on it.
2: Mm, yeah. My, my grandparents have uh or had a, a two-story house and it's you know they they don't decorate the top level. Please don't go up there. <laughs> it's not not a good thing. Don't don't go up there and You can do it. You, know, you get just... you get maybe railing lights and that's about it at, at this point so. Yeah. It's 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 dangerous i mean that's why they have people you know gardeners in the winter become you know lighting fixture installer <laughs> you see all these trucks driving around right now saying you know christmas light installation you know 60 bucks or whatever something like that so
0: yeah yeah well i'm a cheap bastard so no lights yeah. for us I'm sorry
2: <laughs> i'll be festive on the inside damn it <laughs>
0: We will indeed. We will have an awesome tree. I do have the tree up. I think you know, I think I'm going to put one of those uh Wemo controllers on my Christmas list just so that I can use it for the tree. We have this kind of funny tradition of uh like for a while we had a, like some, the the equivalent of a clapper on the tree. Oh yeah. You yeah. know, and yes, you can still buy a clapper by the way. But <laughs> But we, we had a remote. I think it was like an X10 Explorer kit or something that I got for a buck a long time back, and it had oh, yeah. yep. it had one uh, appliance module and a remote, and so we plugged the tree into it. So you know, you could be in the bedroom in the little apartment we were in. You could hit the button, you know, and the tree would come on. It was cool. But I actually I picked up a cheap-ass version of that now for the tree this year, but I think I'm going to try to get hold of one of the uh, Wemo controllers sometime in the next month, and I'm going to put the tree on that. So that I can and I'll set up like a like an ift uh, configuration for it, so I can like tweet tweet the tree and turn it on. <laughs> I think that would just be it. Be that would be cool. It, yeah. it would be in line with our traditions as well. You know.
2: Yeah. the 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 couple pictures I saw recently to uh, to kind of make me want to put up a tree were the uh, the portal tree, where they oh, take yeah. the bottom half of the tree oh, and put tempting. it up through the ceiling, and then they take the top of the portal tree and put it up through the floor. And, or, or the other one, which was a Dalek tree, which was a, uh, a Christmas tree shaped into the shape of a Dalek and then decorated with ornaments that made it, you know, like the, the plunger arm and stuff coming out of it. And. Right.
0: Nice. that was pretty- nice.
2: <laughs> That's
0: awesome. We should probably wrap up. Man, yeah, we went real long. We we're having too much fun.
2: Mm-hmm. If anybody else has any weird Christmas tech stories, oh, yeah. that would, uh, definitely send those in 214 296 9229 bring
0: it we would love to hear about it
2: definitely been appreciating a lot of the feedback uh, getting a lot of emails and stuff too for uh, for ideas uh, you can always email me Juan at galacticwatercooler.com and uh, we're getting a lot of uh, interesting stuff out of that
0: sounds great well we will see you next week From everyone here at Modern Geek and GWC, thanks for listening. If you have something to add to the show, a news tip, feedback on anything we've discussed, or just some random awesomeness, we would love to hear from you. Give us a call at 214-296-9229. That's 214-296-9229. And follow the instructions there to leave us a message for inclusion in a future podcast. You'll find other GWC podcasts, as well as the friendliest people in geekdom, on the GWC website and forum, galacticwatercooler.com. And don't forget, financial support from listeners like you keep all GWC podcasts on the net each week. To find out how to donate, visit galacticwatercooler.com slash donate.